on Paranormal XL. This is Gigi, and I have awesome news. Mama Mary is back. <laughs> Hi, guys. We missed you. How was vacation? You. It was good. Nice and relaxing. Went to Ludington. Nice. Took a kiss of the dunes. Yeah? While they argued with me until they realized what the dunes were. And like, <laughs> What's yeah. dunes? Where are you taking we're not, us? We're not it? climbing those. <laughs> well, oh, yes, you are. If you want to <laughs> oh, go swimming. Oh, hell yes, so, you are. Get your ass up there. That's a good... <laughs> like, get your ass up that's what matters. It's a thought. It's, <laughs> it's a, a thought. thought that counts. <laughs> so I wanted to give some country shout outs, if that makes any sense. I'm pretty excited because we are able to see not exactly who downloads, but where our listeners download from. So say Canada, well, they never let us down. Yay, Canada, neighbors to the north. Super excited. We, we love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do, we do. We want to add Sweden, United Kingdom, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, Finland, South Africa, Russian Federation, and of course the U.S. Because, well, duh. <laughs> but that's that's great. We're getting listened to all over. Yeah, it's kind of amazing when you think about it that this, that spread out. Yes, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool yeah. because I know you know in the U.S. we have a lot more different stories. Um, goes back to the urban legends even. So if anybody in the other countries is listening to this episode, send us in some of your country urban legends. I think that would be that very would be cool. awesome to to talk about and discuss and read like mm-hmm. to learn about and then yeah. see the differences, you know, or whatever. I think that'd be super cool. So thank you once again for listening and keep listening and tell your friends and everybody else (laughs) but we love you all so much for listening and thanks so with that being said let's talk paranormal this week's episode if you do not follow us on facebook it is portals um on facebook each week i try to put out some clues what we're gonna discuss on the next episode so this week is portals so what what are your thoughts i love hearing mama mary's thoughts (laughs) on portals well portals are fascinating and they're everywhere. There, There's more portals around us than people even realize, and they can be connected to a lot of different things, but they're basically a higher energy vortex where portals are, they, they hold like a fourth dimensional vibration. And so it combines with the third dimensional vibration, and it creates an opening so that spirit can cross back and forth. And so it could be like mirrors, water, windows, doorways. A lot of spirits won't come into your house unless they can come through the doorway. Water? Yeah. <laughs> yep. You could use a lot of different things. Anything that can hold a lot of heat, that could be used as a portal. Anything like um, like the the ancient uh, Egyptians had it right when they created the pyramids. A lot of people say that the pyramids are oh. created to force that energy up and to create spiritual portals because it's a triangle. Okay, right. And so anything that can raise that vibration and create that energy. And there's that's why there's some places that draw people naturally because they have that higher energy vortex. That's why some houses 
are haunted is because they have natural portals that let spirit in and out. Okay. Anybody who would live, you would know if you were living near a portal, if um, a lot of times you would have high anxiety or you would feel shaky with energy in general, you're going to, you would notice there's probably more activity and there's, there would probably be some kind of portal near you because you're feeling that energy and you're feeling that vibration and you're not quite, sometimes when we feel anxious, it's because we're experiencing something, we're not sure what it is. Okay. So you I continue. You continue to be anxious, <laughs> and sometimes they have um. There's people. People are portals, and really? so you know you're mediums. Oh yeah. They're they're yeah. portals, and like for me, I'm a channeler. So I'm now. What's and, the difference between a channeler and a a person portal? <laughs> well, like a, a medium, a medium would um be able to talk to spirit and hear them. So when I channel, I channel spirit and I connect with spirit, but it all comes through me and my own voice. So a lot of times I'll end up giving messages to other people from spirit, but it's I'm channeling that energy through my third eye and through all my chakras as portals. And okay. that, that's what a channeler does. They channel that energy and they put it out there. That's why a lot of times when I do my readings, I do automatic writing because yes. get, that gets the channeling going. Which that's I've watched I, her do this firsthand. Yep. I do know this. <laughs> and so I just, I open up and I, I say my prayers and I just start to write. And I, I've learned just to write down everything that comes to, you. Comes to my head. Yeah. And I do better with reading people when I don't know what they look like ahead of time and no names. I okay. always get sure, a much sure. better reading than if I know somebody. I'm not oh. really sure why, but I do. I prefer to not to know the names, what they look like, or anything. Because okay. it's more accurate. I think because I channel the pure vibration of their energy versus... My own thoughts. thoughts. Right, and then they get the mixed way. in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes, that does make sense. You know, and there's different kind of portals. You know, you have um, like an upflow vortexes, and then you have like an, the inflow vortexes. The inflow flow would be like um, energy that goes down. So if you are experiencing a portal that was creating fear or negativity or, or sadness, something, you know, that kind of bad vibe, those are the kind of portals you want to stay away from. But you can also right. create portals where, you know, the, it flows up. It has an upward flow, and it takes you to the higher spiritual realms. That's where your angels and your guides can come through. Okay. You know, there's different ways of... You, in, if you've opened a portal, it's always very important to close that portal. And it's really important that the person who opened it is the one that closes it. Because... Okay they naturally open it themselves. And sometimes we open portals without even realizing it. Like situations that could, um, for a portal to be open would be like the birth of a child. Really? The loss of a loved one. Anything that like creates a high emotion, a high vibration, because okay. you know, emotion is vibration. It's energy. Um, major breakup or divorce, a big career change or a move, um, diagnosis of healing of an illness, then or a spiritual awakening event. So when you started to, started to um, meditate more and increase your vibration, that can naturally open portals. So, okay, let's say somebody's on their spiritual journey and they don't realize that's what they're doing. Now, you said to make sure that you close them. So, like, at nighttime, should they, like, before they go to bed, say some kind of prayer? I mean, if like you a, don't know that you open them, yeah, how can you like, close like them? Yeah, like when, um, when I do a meditation, I always, I always call my corners and I set my protections and then when I'm done, I always say I now close all portals that okay. I've opened and manifest anything that I've I've spoken. And then I say goodbye. And okay. that's kind of like just in case that energy opens something up 
I close it. Okay. Because when you're meditating, that's kind of essentially what you're doing. You're opening up your own mini portal so that you can get a download of information. You know, that's all, meditation's all about spiritual growth and connecting with your higher self and connecting with your guides so that you can grow spiritually and get closer to your purpose. But you're also opening up to do that. So you always have to close it down too. Okay. And just like that's the same thing when somebody's going to give a reading for mediums, uh, just a psychic reader, a channeler, they open up. So it's like turning your open sign to the open and then making sure when you're done, turning it to the closed sign. Pretty much. All right. Word. Yeah. (laughs) No vacancy. No no vacancy. (laughs) That's right. And, you know, you'll you'll find like um, a lot of portals where there's been a lot of energy expended because that creates a vortex. And that's why I'm really interested in um, like the idea of ley lines. Because I think ley lines hold that energy and create natural vortexes. Now you said you've drawn some of them out. Or, or yes, for I, I want you to show me sometime. Yeah, yeah if you have a, a county sure. map, I'll show you. But basically, what I did is the county that um we lived in. From what I researched, if you connect, like from um, what would it be like the national landmark places the places everybody goes because it's a sightseeing tour okay if, so, if so you like could, um gun lake area. yes okay. like the, the the devil's soup bowl yeah and then you connect it to the other ones a lot of times they always end up forming triangles inside that triangle are energy vortexes especially oh, okay. along those lines and i think that's why you find places where it's a historical site why people are naturally drawn to them is because of the energy that's there hmm it's a theory I'd like to test just to see. Yeah. You know. For sure. If, you know, take the paranormal equipment and see if the energy is yeah. higher there. Right in that center of mm-hmm. the lines. Okay. We could totally do that. Well, it could be a really good, like, you know, science experiment, too. It would. Just yeah. to see. Just to see if there's some kind of truth to it. For sure. That is a good idea. We're going to have to write that down. Because mm-hmm. I have a thing with writing things down. Well, that's good too. That's how <laughs> that's, you don't I even got things. a pen to click right this second. <laughs> Since you know way more than I do about portals and vortexes. Now, is there a difference between portals and vortexes? This is my own personal question. It's They're kind of actually, there's not a big difference per se. You need one to have the other. So when the vortex is just a lot of energy. Okay. So... Like, um, a lot of people say, I'm trying to think, um, Stonehenge. Yeah. They say that's a natural energy vortex. And that's why yeah. it pulls people to it. Because they love like, that place. They like the energy. Well, it's beautiful. When you I'm have that natural even. vortex, you know, energy spins. It, it's a constant circular motion. So when you get enough energy, it raises that vibration to that fourth dimensional where it creates that portal for you. Because the portals carry that fourth dimensional energy. So when you have enough of an energy vortex, it naturally can open and allow spirit to come through. Huh. Interesting. So I think it's almost like you need one to have the other. Or if you don't have that energy vortex, you you are the energy vortex. You know, you, you raise your vibration to open up that portal. Right. And that's why, you know, if, that's why it's really... You always have to be careful with what you're doing because, especially if you're with somebody who has a lot of spiritual gifts, but they don't realize it or they haven't developed them and practiced them and harnessed them, you stand a huge chance of them opening portals for you without even realizing and bringing things in that you don't want there. Right. It's, it's a really important to keep that in mind. 
you know, anywhere you go. I thought about it that way, but yeah. Now, I'm going to ask this question again, since I did before we started recording, was the, the Ouija board. Now, I get asked questions a lot about the Ouija board. I played around with one when I, back when I was, like, super little, but, you know, we all got scared, and, like, we just put it away, you know, we're like, oh, yeah. It was, you know, because you're always told not to do it mm-hmm. as a kid. But now you can buy it from Mattel. So if you are the ages of 8 to 99, you can summon a demon. Well, okay. But you can't do shit else. <laughs> but that is a question I actually just had with a young fellow today was he asked me about a Ouija board. And I said, I don't mess around with them because what I, not that I fully believe in them, but because I don't fully believe in them, I'm going to take the safest route. Mm-hmm. And that is not play with it. Um, <laughs> but if you do, do it with somebody that, that knows what they're doing. But he asked me about what our episode was going to be on. I said about portals. Then he mentioned the Ouija boards. So that's when I asked you earlier about the Ouija board being a portal. and Now, like um, pendulums and Ouija boards and things like that, they're not portals. They're just a way to communicate with spirit. Now, if you're not careful and you're not, you don't know what you're doing and you don't close down that communication tool properly, you can create a portal so that spirit can come through. Sort of like when they say, when you have your, um, all of your fingers on it, to not take your fingers off because then you release the spirit that you're talking to. Okay, whether you, that holds you leave truth, like an opening. Yeah. Whether, whether that holds truth or not, I don't know. That could be right. just an urban legend. I don't know for a fact. I've really never used one, except for when I was a teenager and I did it once. Yeah, yeah. As I say, as yeah. kids, yeah, we're like, ooh, you know, how cool. But yeah. I watched, I don't, you got the Netflix? Yes. Okay. There's a show that Destiny got me into. Um, I'm probably on only episode five or six because I like to pay attention to it. <laughs> um, it's called Paranormal Survivor. Mm-hmm. And it's these real stories, and then they, they redo them, reenact them, but they have the actual people oh. telling what happened. So with that, one of them was with a Ouija board, and they became, like, obsessed with it. And it was so weird. This one, the, this is the one story that stuck with me, but they played with it, and it was these group of friends. And I believe that they were a, probably late teens because the one had a baby. Weird stuff started happening to all of them, whatever. But what made them stop playing with it and actually stop communication with each other was the one's little girl turned around and she had pure black eyes, so a black-eyed child. And and that next day, like, they moved out and they never talked to each other again or whatever. But they became so, like, at first it was just fun and games. Then they kept being drawn to this Ouija board. And, but that... If it is true, my theory would be is that they never closed it down correctly. Exactly. They didn't use it correctly. You should always, you know, when you're doing things like that, set protection. Say your prayers. Yes, that's exactly what I told the young man today. I said, if you do want to dabble in that, that I clearly I can't tell you to do it or not to do it. You're going to do whatever you want anyway. Yeah. But be safe. Mm-hmm. That, that's when you do anything. Be safe. That's what I said. Say your prayers. You know, even if you don't believe in that stuff, then... Even if you don't believe in it, what is it going to hurt to do it? So be safe. Because we can't say yes or no, this is real, this is not yeah, real. Do, do but your, why not be do safe? Do your research and know what you're doing yes. when you're going to do it. I told, it's like, don't do it be alone. Aware. And if you do do it with somebody, find somebody that knows what they're doing or has, you know, done it before, has a little knowledge maybe in the spiritual world. But even if it doesn't work and all this is BS... Why not be safe? Why not take that couple extra seconds to be safe? Because then mm-hmm. if it does come back to be true and real and spirits do come through and evil spirits come through, 
why not just be like, okay, I'm good because I did this. It took me a couple extra seconds. I didn't believe in it. Man, am I happy that I did do it, yeah. you know, because I believe now, you know, those types of things. But if you get a chance to watch that show, Netflix, I'm giving you a shout out. <laughs> I'm going to have to check it out. Yes, because it is. And that was another thing I in one of the groups that I'm I'm in on Facebook, they mentioned something about um, paranormal experiences. I posted back that we kind of lose touch with people when it comes to paranormal experiences. They're thinking it's something huge, something so scary. So a lot of people that have experienced paranormal activity don't even realize it because how Hollywood has portrayed it, it's yeah. got to be something bad. It's going to be a demon. It's going to be it's going to be something huge. Your house is going to burn down, whatever. No. It can be something as little as paper flying off of your desk. And that's what I like about that show is because some of these stories, you're like, well, that wasn't nothing. But in reality, it was something. They were sharing their paranormal experience. Not all paranormal experiences are scary. They don't have to be scary. They they can be something so small. Like I said, is a paper falling off a thing. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be with like your house collapsing on you or a fire starting somewhere or children laughing and a clown coming at you with a knife. That what? No, that's Hollywood. They're supposed to do that. That's how they make their money. But in reality, it's the little things that we're missing. And I think that's where people think that they don't have paranormal experiences because they're like, oh, well. Something huge I, didn't happen. I can guarantee probably just about everybody has had, you know... Some sort. Some, some sort. Just like I can guarantee everybody's had some sort of experience with a spiritual portal. They just don't realize it because mm-hmm. they don't know don't, don't know for what it is. Right. We, we, we don't understand. Like, in past episodes when we discussed um, uh, the out-of-body experience, when our brain, even at six months or eight months, it starts taking the information that our brain isn't meant to totally comprehend and throws it out. And that, mm-hmm. that's what we do when, mm-hmm. when it comes yeah. to stuff. That's what I believe anyway. I'm not saying it's true or not. I'm not, I'm not. That's just my personal belief. You know, we do throw a lot of that out. And I think there is a lot of weird shit that happens, and that's okay. Does it make, and honestly, you're not different because of it. Because it yeah. happens all over. You're we not, just ignore it. We're so busy with our day-to-day. You're not meant to um, explain everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes the paranormal... And, you know, paranormal topics like, you know, portals and vortexes and dimensions. That's what's so fascinating because mm-hmm. there's so many possibilities out there. Yes. And it's okay that you can't explain all We of don't it. have to explain everything. That's what that's what makes conversation. That's actually what makes this podcast, to be honest. Huh? That's true. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Because we can say what we want and say what we believe because a lot of our beliefs aren't even the same with some of the stuff that we mm-hmm. say that we believe in. But at least for... We, we, I'm not going to sit here and tell Mama Mary, no, that's not true, because I don't have proof, proof for her, black and white proof, and vice versa. And that's what makes, I, I think, paranormal so intriguing to me, because it, it's just a huge gray area, and it's, it's ah, so much investigating to do, so much research to do, and it'll never, ever be done. No, it's always fascinating. Yes, because there's really going to be is. new stories. There's going to be mm-hmm. different stories. There's going to be weird shit happening. And one thing like, will always lead you to another thing. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. Exactly. I, I It's going to... It's just so exciting. Paranormal is exciting. <laughs> and so yes. many questions. That's That's what I love. So many of you may be wondering what you do with a portal. Mama Mary, what do you do with a portal? Well, you know... <laughs> 
you can do lots of different things with the portal. If, if a portal has positive energy that's flowing through it, a portal will make you feel naturally, you know, energized and will make you feel good. A lot of people will open portals to work with them spiritually, um, to manifest, to create. And so if you do choose to open a portal or utilize a portal that's already open, you want to keep in mind that you want to put a bouncer at the door of the portal. It's sort of like um, a gatekeeper or a protective guide that will only allow certain... People over 21 in. Exactly. He's going to card them. It's, it's only going to allow spirit of you know love and light for your highest and greatest good to come through. And it'll block anything that's negative. Okay. You know, just like, you know, um, if you close that portal, it's really important to say that you're no longer allowed to come over unless I open the portal for you and invite you in. Because you don't want to leave anything, you know, residual behind. And so if you, you do open that portal, you need to get into that stream of light within that portal and learn, learn the energy of it and feel the energy of it, get used to it, and work with it so that you control the portal and that it doesn't control you, it doesn't control the energy around it, that you harness the energy and that you are in charge of it. Okay. So that way it prevents anything, you know, negative from coming through. You know, learning the energy and sensing the energy and that vibration will not only enhance your spirituality and awaken your gifts, but keep everybody safer that's around you. Right. Kind of know what you're working with. Right. Well, yeah, it goes back to, like, the whole Ouija board thing. Just be safe. Well, when you when you do anything like this, when you're trying to connect with the spiritual mm -hmm. world, be safe. Take yes. your set precautionary your things and, and, yeah, just set those things. Even if you don't believe in them, let's say your, your, your friend is wanting you to do this. You're like, whatever, this is a bunch of hoopla. Do it anyway. <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. Always set your protection. You know, you always put your seatbelt on in your car. That's true. You know, and some people don't like to, but you're going to because, well, that ticket is pretty hefty, but... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, like... Um, do it. Like, the most common human-made portals are, like, entry points, like mirrors, doorways, windows. And, um, like I said earlier, the spirit will often enter a house through the doorways, especially if um, there's a busy street or through a window. Like, windows are, would be a popular portal for angels and spirit guides. And okay. actually, I didn't realize that until I started doing more research. I found that kind of fascinating. But anywhere that, where um, energy can concentrate and flow through both ways. Okay. Like um, waterfalls, geological divides, fissures in the earth, riverways. All of those can be portals because it sends energy both ways. In and out. Okay. Yep. And then... um. Anything where a high magnetic energy concentrates, it could be um, related to a geological makeup of the area. That can be a portal. Any place that has um, crosses people over in some shape or form, from the physical realm to the spiritual realm, like hospitals, murder areas, battlefields, those can be portals. Those because all of that has created a lot of that energy. Right about like hospitals, especially because well. Let's just face it, that is where a lot of death happens, where mm -hmm. you're at your crossover point. And same with battlefields, you come to your crossover point. I, I, yeah, that, that makes sense with those. Yeah. For sure. That, that, that higher energy. Because there are so many in that one area that have crossed, you know, does that make sense? Yes. Yep. 
Say, well, because it's that that, that energy, you know, it kind of gets stamped, stamped typed or time stamped, I guess okay. is the word I'm trying to think of. And it gets just set there and it builds and it builds and it builds. So eventually there's so much energy there that it naturally just opens and comes through. Okay. You know, that's like I said before, that's why there's some places that are haunted. Mm-hmm. You know, like researching a lot about Salem, where almost all those places in that area are haunted. And that's because right. when they did the those witch trials, there there was so much energy, anger, all those, you know, different emotions that were put into that general area. It's like a natural vortex. It's a natural portal. Yeah, yeah they just kept adding yeah. Yeah, adding to it, which made it bigger. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't wait to touch more into that and do, like, strict research on just that. Like, I'm super excited. Well, just like, like a, we've, we've talked about those witches, um, those two, they they never were hung. I didn't realize that until I started they researching more. They were released. And yes. just like Elizabeth Proctor, which is a family member, um... She just married James Proctor. She was released, and she was one of the first ones accused. They just didn't hang her because she was pregnant. She went to jail. Yes. Until she had the baby, and by the time she had the baby, the hoopla was done and over with. Right, right. That's, uh, yes. That is very interesting when you start researching. We know what we're talking about. You listeners will know. Eventually. Yes, eventually what we're talking about. But yes. It, it, it is a fascinating story. And they do, they do say that the real witches were the ones that... I was going to say, they were more happened to... Well, from what I read and what I, I believe because I read, <laughs> was the males, the more... The males of the family from the witches, they were more happened to get hung. The women were more happened just to get imprisoned. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, again, I didn't... Because I could get lost in that stuff. <laughs> I, I I can't wait to get more into that to, to see if that theory that I've mm-hmm. made up because of just a little bit that I've done holds true to most cases. Yeah, I'll it, definitely it, have to get into that more. The, the men that head the family, they were the ones to get hung. The women got imprisoned and... Oh, that's just... Okay. We, so, we do, you think, um, <laughs> do you think that you should be afraid of portals? What is your thought on that? Like, um, does the idea of having a portal open in your home, not that you do, but like, does that scare you? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Being the skeptic believer that I am, when I think of portal, you're never going to believe what I think of when I think portal. Back to the future. It's a portal. It is a portal. It's a time portal, right? Yeah. Is that what it'd be? Well, it would be. If I was to see one... Unless it's what I envision in my head because of Hollywood, I think either way I'd be scared. But if I was like, whoa, and it came out just like a bright light or whatever, I got a question for you. Don't let me forget it. Okay. I, I promise. <laughs> I will send it to you telepathically. <laughs> Through the portal? Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I would be scared just because I didn't know what it was. E- mm-hmm. Even with our research and us talking about it, I don't think... Now, see... I have made myself scared <laughs> since this whole paranormal XL thing came about with my mirror I keep in my room. I have one of those body mirrors that's a jewelry box, that long one. Yeah. Do you know when I get out of bed to go to the restroom in the middle of the night, I climb over 
Sean, I do not walk around because the mirror's right there. And I don't... And I'm like, Sarah, really get your crap well, together. here's our natural portals. Maybe you just kind of sense that, you know, that's... Like, you feel like somebody's watching you. Yeah. <laughs> And, but I don't. I don't know if I think that I sent somebody watching me. I, I think it's the thought of me thinking that somebody's watching me that scares me. I think it's the thought of the whole thing that scares me. It's just the thought of it. Because I'm like, well, Daisy's not freaking out. I, and I think that she would freak out. But she does sleep at the end of the bed by there. Sometimes she gets kind of clingy to me at nighttime where I'm like, what's going on? I don't ever feel any anything weird. Yeah. It, yeah, I, I don't feel anything bad or anything, but I'm always like, oh my gosh. And Sean's always like, eh, are you climbing over me? And I don't want to be like, well, because the, the <laughs> she's coming the, out of our mirror. The mirror's there. <laughs> yeah, because then he'd be like, oh my God, are you are you kidding me right now, babe? Like, Well, if it makes you feel better, you know, sort of just like what we've talked about spirit in general, you know, not to worry so much about negative spirit attaching because it matches your vibration. So it's sort of the same thing with portals. In a sense, um, if you have one in your house, what you um, attract is what you think about and how you spend your time. So if you spend your time being happy and joyous, if you do have a portal, that's what's going to, you're going to draw towards you. That's okay. What, what, that's what's going to come through. You know, if you're negative and nasty, obviously you're going to create a portal that goes towards earth and... That's what you're going to attract to you. So keep that in mind that, um, you know, it's so not So if there were things thing. coming through, they're not bad. No, it's probably, it'd be family members, you know. Which I'm all right with, but if I'm trying to take my nightly nap, I love you and all. Yeah. <laughs> I need my nightly nap. Now, I do have a thing about mirrors that the beliefs that have been around for the hundreds of years about mirrors and then being related to portals. One of them is um, mirrors have the ability to suck out souls. To avoid this happening, mirrors were removed from a room where an ill or dying person lay because they were thought to be more vulnerable to the negative power of a mirror. But why would they think that the mirror is negative? I think because um, they naturally knew that mirrors were portals. And that's why, like, if... um. Like, if that's how souls come through is a mirror, that would be like when somebody would pass away, they would cover the mirror. They would cover the mirror yes. so that the soul wouldn't be pulled through, if that it would rise and go to heaven. Right. They, I think they had an, a spiritual understanding in some shape or form, just not the complete understanding. Because of the fear of the unknown. Yeah. So they just, they just assume. Because the unknown stuff, we as humans, I believe... We automatically, if it's unknowing, we put that in the category of scary. So we either block that out or find a way, whatever, to deal with that. But we automatically put that in scary. And I don't think that we should. Mm-hmm. Because that, that comes down to, well, well just like, you know, there's it. a lot of rituals, too, where you, you know, you paint the mirror black and you can call spirit through. It's, it's called scrying. It's a, it's a lot of people will use that to communicate with spirit. You sit hmm. in the dark room and you and you scry. It's so what? Wait, what? You talk to the mirror? Yeah, you 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 know, it's like a little ceremony, and you draw spirit through that you want to speak with. I've never done it personally myself, but I know several people who have, and they've been successful with it. Huh. It's, just, it's just a 
a witchy way, I guess, of talking to spirit. But again, huh. that's something to keep in mind. That's not a Ouija board. That's a portal. So you have to close it when you're done. Because you don't want anything. Because on the fourth dimension, you have a lot of you know, okay. good spirit. But there's negative spirit there, too. So if you do leave it open, and it's just open, anything can pass through. Well, that's the sucky part of this. Is if What if you don't know that you opened one? Okay, let, let's say, because I have mixed emotions about everything spiritual because it is scary that scares me so I try to block it out but I'm learning little by little not to be scared that I opened one and I didn't know it like you would you would notice you know you would start to notice activity picking up in your house you know weird things happening and whereas before they wouldn't have happened yes okay yeah you would start, you would notice, like, okay, I've never had any kind of paranormal activity, but now weird things are happening. More than likely, there's a portal open. Unless, okay. you know, you've had a family member that's just crossed over and they're trying to communicate with you. But more than likely, it's a portal that's been opened. Hmm. You know, just like um, putting, you know, like that little altar I made with the, the barn door against my yes. wall. The, that kind of created a portal. I love that thing. I know. I love it's so pretty. Too. It's in my bathroom now because I didn't have a wall to put it on. Your bathroom's huge with a small-ass toilet. I know. It's the weirdest well, thing. that way, you know, the spirits have But now you have a large room. portal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give you room for your large to- portal. I wonder if a toilet could be a portal. That's water. You are absolutely correct. And then you can just flush the shit. Then <laughs> you can flush the shit You're like, oh, I don't like you. You you got to give. You're gone. <laughs> you're, bl- you're brown. Flush it down. No vacancy. <laughs> Oh, wow. That escalated <laughs> quickly. So another belief that people have had or has been around for a while, people were warned never to look into a mirror at night or by candlelight. If you did, you would be certain to see ghosts, demons, or portents of death, even your own. I can see a fear in that. That goes back to what we were talking about with, you know, the black mirror and scrying. That's true. Calling yeah. forth spirit. Huh. I th- let alone, it's just kind of creepy by itself. Because, again, Hollywood, with their awesome movies that they mm-hmm. make, I'm not sure I would ever... Because I had a hard time when we lost power, going into the bathroom with a flashlight, and I have to look in the mirror to get ready. No, nope, F this. I'm packing my crap. I'm getting ready at work because they have power. <laughs> Instead of fear, I don't want to see something that doesn't belong there when I'm trying to put my face on in the morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Where I'm like, oh, no. And it would really be me, and I'd scare the crap out of myself because my face isn't on yet. Um, <laughs> another one is when a person died in a room, the mirrors had to be covered or turned to face the wall. Failure to do so would result in a deceased person's soul being lost, or they may even turn into vampires. See, that's a far cry. Because from what I learned from Hollywood movies was to be a vampire, you need to get bit by a vampire or be born as a vampire. <laughs> Not dying and your soul going into a mirror because maybe that is the actual portal to heaven, to somebody's heaven. Like, I wonder almost if you could, um, I'm just, I already know the answer, but, you know, if you go into a house that has paranormal activity and there's spirit that needs to be crossed over, opening that portal and sending the spirit through and closing it back up. But I almost, would that like break the trust with the spirit that you're trying to cross over? Or would it make them angry because in a sense you trapped them? Oh. I mean, because it's different than, you know, haunted items because that's just an attachment. It's not 
haunted items aren't a portal. It's a right. means of attachment. But if the you were portal, to send it through the portal. You're sending them someplace past the portal. And then you close it. You would just be, made me... Would they become angry because you, you trapped them? You just made me think of an episode of Goosebumps that I watched when I was little. There was a mirror. And I believe it was used as a portal. But the girl was trapped. Now, I guess my question to that would be, maybe you could trap them in a mirror... But at the same time, but if you opened it in your intentions, because it is all about intentions, right? Mm -hmm. So if your intentions were to open a portal to a better place, I'm talking like you now with my hands. Do you see this? That's okay. I mean, you listeners don't see this, but Mama Mary sees this. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about with my hands. Now, if your intentions were to open a portal to heaven, to that person's heaven, Wouldn't it have to be a portal to their heaven? Not so much trap. Now, if you were trying to trap something into the mirror, and the portal is just a portal to that other side of the mirror, is this making any sense? It does. In my head, it makes sense. That's that's where I think, um, like, where there'd be a possibility of having a bad haunting in your house that wasn't there before because something was trapped there and it accidentally got opened and released. It reminds oh. me of like the Ghostbuster movie when they have you know. I was brought up at the dentist today. She's like, "So you mean to tell me you're like a Ghostbuster?" And so, well, that's the easiest way to. Yes. 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 With our investigations crew, that's what we're trying to be. I I just want one of those packs. So everybody keeps it. asking that. So if you find one, do you trap? No, we don't trap it. <laughs> Well, you remember when they hit the button yes. and released all the spirits? We should probably make one of those just for fun. That would be fun. <laughs> After we record, remind me, I got to tell you about this cool thing me and Destiny thought about. And then we made a list, and it's pretty awesome, and I think we should do it as, like, little side commercials, maybe even in the podcast or on the Facebook, make some videos for it, because it's pretty funny. Do not, I'm telling you, do not let me forget, because you're going to love it. It's going to be funny. It's going to be fun and funny. Now back to portals and Ghostbusters. That would be awesome to have packs. (laughs) Just to wear them around? Yeah. Like fanny packs, but, like, Yeah, when we're going on our investigations... I wonder if someplace makes backpacks that would look like that where we could hold our equipment in. I'm sure they do. Because that would be hilarious. It would. And, and it would be so much fun. <laughs> She's laughing at me and you guys don't know why. <laughs> She's great. Okay, another one is, even while asleep, it was thought to best cover your mirror as you could be vulnerable to attack from negative spirits or demons during the dark hours. It was also advised never to place your bed in a, in a location where it is reflected in a mirror. My uh, thing is, back when, when this stuff was talked about or practiced where they would cover the mirrors and stuff because they believed in it, they believed so much in the dark energy. And I believe that's why today, why people like, when I talk about this stuff, not necessarily that I believe in it, but... What has been said to happen and stuff, I have educated myself on. So I will have discussions with people that are completely non-believers. Mm-hmm. Not skeptic, but straight up non-believers. Now, I think we're raised over time to be so scared of this stuff. So it has stuck. That scaredness, that fear yep. has stuck. And that's sad because I do think or want to believe that it's not all bad. It's mm-hmm. really, really not. Demons and such... 
when you get into the paranormal community and you talk to people that do this or even do um, an exorcism or go into places that are, people ask them to come in to clear a bad entity, that's kind of rare, right? Yeah. That, that you come across a bad entity. Now, the entity might be angry and sad and confused because, like, okay, you died all of a sudden, and let's say it wasn't necessarily your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of got caught in the crosshairs of somebody else's, where it was supposed to be somebody else's time, a car accident, a fire. Freak accidents happen all the time. But, well, it, you know, ha- being like that would make you an angry spirit. You know, and confused, and sometimes you know, angry isn't evil. Right. Anger just That's needs where to I was be. Going with it. Anger just needs to be healed because really, just like it's a human emotion. So, be, if you're angry, first there was hurt. Yes. Well, they want answers essentially, so that's mm-hmm. what they're trying to get our attention, so we can try to give them some kind of answer as to what happened because they don't know. Yeah. Heal that energy, and they'll cross over. Yes. And, and they're not mad when they may throw a book or whatever across the Maybe they the just room. don't like that book. Well, right. But maybe they're like, hey, I'm here. You're ignoring all my other nicer signs. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. If you can't talk to me and I can't communicate back with you, find somebody that can. Find a medium. Find a psychic. Yep. Somebody or something that can make it so we can communicate, so I can cross over. They be, they might be pissed that they can't cross over yet. Yeah. Because they didn't know what happened. Now it hit that they did know what happened. I died. <laughs> I I want to go to heaven. Now, here's a question. I got asked this at work the other day, um, Thursday. A fellow at work. Um, He's our part-timer at work, but I did send him home with one of my smaller EMF readers because he thinks he has a spirit in his home. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think it's an angry spirit, but he did ask me about heaven and hell. And I said, I don't necessarily, me personally, I don't believe in hell. I don't believe in the devil. Um, I do believe, and he, and he, before I could get it out, he said, I think this is hell, what we're living in right now. And I said, yeah, I said, pretty much, it, it's purgatory, <laughs> essentially. Because that's the worst place to be is purgatory. But we're sent here to um, learn our lessons and such. Um, he he surprised me with that because he it comes. I've never asked his religion, but he comes across to me as a religious man. Um, he's he's got some small children and older children. Very nice gentleman. Well, that does raise a lot of questions because everybody has different opinions. And so it is a fascinating concept that he would have that same viewpoint, especially if he is religious. It is, because I am I am like so gray it's beyond belief when it comes to my beliefs or whatnot. Because I don't know and I do want answers. I'm I know I'm ninety nine point nine percent not gonna ever get those answers. But man, I'm getting so educated through this whole experience. And there's so many different ways, mm-hmm. too. But he asked me about heaven, what I think heaven is. And I said, I want to believe everybody's everybody's heaven is different. I want to believe that my paradise, I'm going to go to my paradise. And you're going to go to your paradise. And, you know, press operator three at work is going to go to his 
paradise, and so on and so forth. Each of our heavens, I want to believe, is going to be different. It's going to be what we believe it is, what makes us happiest, and then mm-hmm. we're going to be stuck in there. Not stuck, but that's where we're going to go. And, and I, it's going to sound weird, but I almost can't wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I, did, I, don't, I said, you know what I know what my paradise is? My paradise is me sitting on a beach. I'm afraid of water, although... Being at water is one of my favorite thing, my favorite places to be, because I love listening to water. I'm going to be on a beach underneath a palm tree with unlimited wine with cabana boys bringing yeah. it to me. That's that's what I want to believe my heaven is. What are the cabana boys <laughs> going to be wearing? <laughs> Just a loincloth. Yeah. Just a loincloth. I'm talking about my bottle Ching. of wine. <laughs> Just hanging there. <laughs> just chilling, just chilling. And they have enough talent to pour it without their hands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But that, I just, that was a very odd question. It wasn't odd. It didn't make me uncomfortable or anything. Because I he was like, I'm so happy that I know that you're into the paranormal stuff. And I reassured him that most people experience what he's experiencing. Mm-hmm. They just don't talk about it. Yeah, because people think they're weird. Yes. And I said, you know I don't do this because I'm a believer. I do it because I'm a skeptic believer. And I kind of want answers too. Although I know in my lifetime, we're probably not going to get the answers that we want. Or not even that we want. We're just not going to get answers. It's still just going to keep going as it is. My hope is that spiritualism and skeptic... Is that a word? The word I'm trying to say? Skeptism? Yes. Is going to be more accepted and more maybe researched and, and looked more into instead of just thrown under the rock. Okay, you're just weird. Moving on. No, I'm not weird just because I don't believe in the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I personally, Gigi from Paranormal XL, <laughs> I don't know what I believe. I don't necessarily have a belief system. I'm trying to find that. And if I don't, that's okay. I'm still, I wake up every morning and I try to be the best human being that I can be in caring and loving. Because at the end of the day, if we do, when we pass and there is no afterlife, oh well, at least I lived a good life and I could sleep at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Now if there is, sweet. <laughs> I Hopefully I get a pat on the back, good job, you lift that life, good, here's another one. Here's a better one because you did all right on this one. Well, I feel like we do go to where our version of happiness is. Because our version of happiness is right here. It's just a different dimension. So when we cross over, cross over to a different dimension. Well, this is a pretty shitty dimension. And we create what we want in that dimension. This dimension is scary. Sort of like lucid dreaming. Okay. We create what we want. This dimension is getting pretty scary. It needs to go away. It needs to go through a portal. Mm -hmm. With all the shootings, with all the hating, with all that war, just everything. I mean, that's getting into political stuff. But at the same time, it's a scary world. It is. So maybe that, that is what interested me and pushed me to go to, you know, doing this podcast or looking more into it. Because my other option is pretty scary, pretty shitty mm-hmm. to me. I don't watch regular TV. I do not watch the news. Anything that I need to know that's happening around me, I'll read it on the Facebook. I know that's a horrible way to look at it, but the news is depressing. It is depressing. It so is. depressing. And that's not what I want my life to be. I'm in my mid-30s. I I don't want to focus on all the bad stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm grown now. My kids are getting grown. One almost is 
a grown adult and going to be out on her own. I don't want to be sitting here stuck on the news. Mm-hmm. That's, I, yeah. I, I can't, because, well, first of all, because media only wants you to know what they want you to know, and, and that's usually bad, because that's what, for some reason, thrives most people. Keeps the fear. Yeah, that's not okay. It's it's actually an okay world. Like I said in a one of the pa- past podcasts, take that second, get out of your car. If you see something beautiful, get out, stop your car, pull over. This is a, This is just guessing that you're driving when you see something beautiful. <laughs> Pull over. Take that minute. Take that two minutes. Look at it. Enjoy it. Because we waste so much time. I'm worrying about stuff that essentially isn't going to matter at the yeah, end of the day. Yeah, that's true. Because when we get buried six feet under, or whichever way you decide after you've crossed over, <laughs> we don't take any of that stuff with us. Now, if you're made to watch your life over again... You're going to see that stuff, and you're going to be what the hell was wrong with me? Why did I worry so much about because somebody didn't like chicken noodle soup? <laughs> Why did I let that rent space in my head, in my memories, you know? Yeah. You know, that is if, that's saying if we are made to watch our life over again after we pass. I'm not saying that is. It's a pretty cool concept, I think. So you can look back and be like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Oh, that might be fun. Let's try that again. You know. <laughs> you get the pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. But if you are made to, because there are movies that portray that. I do know in Supernatural they portray that, you know, you, you kind of look back and you're like, oh, man, I did that. Oh, man. You know, the afterlife, is. we could talk. That could be a podcast all in itself, essentially. It really, really could. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of a fun thing. But we're still on the mirror thing. and. <laughs> Let's rain back into the portals. Let's step back through that portal and get back to portals. <laughs> Another one I had was um, in order to prevent mirrors being used as a portal by supernatural entities, the mirrors should be frequently moved to different areas in the room. Now, would that really matter? I don't know. I've never even heard of that. Because um, essentially, if a mirror, that whole thing's a portal, no matter whether you have it on this wall right here. Where I have a paranormal XL mirror, actually. <laughs> Right here that we're looking at. Now, if that was a... That's such a pretty mirror. Yes. <laughs> if that was a portal, I I personally don't think it would matter if it was on that wall or that wall or that wall. Because it's not what's behind it that's yeah, doing it. The stationary just, thing. Just bring it in. It's anyway. the mirror. It's the reflection. Mm-hmm. And the mirror is essentially the reflection. The reflection is the mirror. Yeah. I I don't believe that one. I That one should be thrown out. <laughs> um, the last one I have... Mirrors with a solid backing placed in the same position for a long period of time are thought to be more likely to become spiritual portals. I don't like that one either. Yeah. Those last two are kind of far out there. So if you do believe that, write in. I want to know why you believe that. Uh, yeah. With the opinion and take it as... Yeah. Yeah. Like the other ones, I, I get. But again, we... Anything paranormal goes back to that fear. So people throw any accountability of the paranormal out mm-hmm. because of the fear. Don't fear it. It's not 99.9% of the time. It's not going to be bad. Mm-hmm. You just think it is. Yep. And it, it, it's just not. Again, that goes back to an episode of the paranormal survivors that I saw. There was a little boy. I saw this old lady at the end of his bed. It turned out it was the grandmother. She was trying to warn him and protect him. 
but it scared him at first. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought she was the bad entity. No, it was a man that belonged to that house a long time ago. He did not want to move. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want those people there. The grandmother that he saw at the end of the bed was trying to protect him. And keep him safe, yeah. Yes. And how they found out that it was the grandmother, because he just, at first, he just kept saying, the old lady, the old lady, there was a picture that was brought out. And she actually had passed passed over a few months prior to them moving. So when they were hanging out pictures, when they got that far of the moving, the little boy said, that's the woman that's in my room. At the end of my bed, that's her, that's her. It was his grandma. So it was kind of a neat story. You need, you need to see yeah. some of those. I'll have to watch them. It, 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 some of them are pretty neat. Some of them, I'm like, okay, why wouldn't you just move? Why would you let that entity hurt your kid? Mm-hmm. Like, and it was over. Some of them do. They, they let them scare and hurt their kid over and over. Now, if my kid was that scared. you are doing, you know, something to try to fix it. Yeah. Also, you need to watch that show because one of their paranormal investigator professionals, she, she contradicts herself a lot. And I was not okay with that. Yeah. Not that my opinion matters, but... I wasn't okay with it, and I was watching it with Destiny, and I'm like, wait a minute. The other episode, she said this, and this episode, she's saying to do, none of that makes sense. So she's that consistent with what she says, or is saying. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly, and I'm like, mm, I don't I don't get a good vibe from her, <laughs> Like, and I, and I don't trust what she says. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure, you need watch it. Right. But like I said, I'm still in only the first season of it, just a few episodes in, but that woman's brought in quite a bit. I'm assuming she works for the show. But she contradicts herself. Hmm. And that's, I'm like, hmm. hmm. And some of it, one of it, what, God, I wish I was going to write down the time of too, and I did not. She said something, and it had nothing, or maybe whoever was editing the show put it at the wrong part. But it didn't make any sense as to wh- where she was going with it. I'll have to rewatch it. But some more that I have. Uh, paranormal activity is an experience when an old mirror is brought into a home from somewhere else. I guess I could kind of see it, but that would be more like just any kind of, you know... Antique yeah, haunted item. item. Well, right, but not all antique items are haunted just because they're old. Yeah. It had to mean something to somebody. Correct. I mean, correct yeah. me if I'm yeah. wrong. That's my understanding. They would have to hold, have a reason to hold on to that item, to be, mm-hmm. want to be close to that item. Yeah. Um, just not any, just because it's old, that it's haunted. I, yeah. People, when moving into new homes, have problems with mirrors left behind by the previous occupants. See, again, no, unless it was... Something attached like, to it. Right. Yeah. Or... or the previous owner opened it as a portal and never closed it. Didn't let anybody know. I'd be mad. Um, another one, people have reported paranormal activity after using mirrors for divination or scrying created a portal. It suggests that when carrying out any kind of spiritual work with mirrors to use a cleansing or protective ritual, you are doing spiritual work that doesn't involve a mirror or other scrying device, then these should either be covered or put away in a safe place. So is that saying that if you're focusing on a mirror, so you're not accidentally opening other portals? You know, putting it away when you're done, too. If you're going to use that specifically for spiritual work, you should be putting your stuff away. You shouldn't leave it out. If it's for that specifically. Okay. I guess now that... That way other people aren't grabbing onto your things. 
and holding on to that energy. Okay. Some people not might not be able to handle that kind of energy. Oh, right. For sure. Um, another one. It has also been observed using a Ouija board can also create portals. Mirrors nearby are often claimed to be the origin of the portal after a Ouija board session. See, we did discuss this. I have so many thoughts on a Ouija board. Actually, I don't. I have one. <laughs> just don't use them. Um, again, that's probably me just being fear-based because that's what we're brought up to be. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, that's a fear-based opinion of Ouija boards because I was always told that they were used for bad entities. What I ultimately believe that they are used for is opening a communication for them, not necessarily a portal, but if the right person uses it, mm-hmm. it would open a portal. Yes. Am I wrong? Okay. Well, it wouldn't, the, the Ouija board itself wouldn't be a portal. Right. But, it, but you could open one. It would open it in the energy of the room. Okay. Um, Ouija boards, I believe if you want to use one, make sure, again, you have somebody that knows what they're doing with it. Even if you don't believe or do believe, let's be on the safer side here, people. <laughs> I mean, I because you don't say you're not a believer. You maybe become one afterwards because some weird, scary crap's happening to you after you use a Ouija board. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I should have listened. <laughs> use your safety precautions. Again, a Ouija board essentially is not made for a portal. It's made for communication. Yeah. Yep. You know, so essentially it's really no different than, let's say, us using a spirit box when we use do our investigations. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's a different, I, I, I know it's a different communication of, bleh, device that we're using it for, but essentially we're getting answers because we're asking questions. Yeah, in, in, in that sense, yes. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's not, so, hey, come on in, let me see you. That's not what you're get, going to get when you use a Ouija board. It's, you're going to get the words. You're going, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I think it's scary. I don't know. I get a bad, bad vibe from a Ouija board. Maybe not the ones you buy from Mattel, because I do know that they make them. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 8 to 99, you can use one. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just get a, I, I have no interest in using one. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, we have all of our other ways of getting in contact with the spiritual world, even the scientific ways when we use our equipment. When we use our equipment, we got our ways of that way. I have no urge or anything to use a Ouija board. I don't know. They just rub me the wrong way. Isn't that my thing either? No. Um, Often people have reported having experiences with haunted mirrors in hotels, friends, relatives, homes, visiting a place as a tourist, and so on. These areas usually, but not always, have a reputation for being haunted. Now, okay, I get that, because if it's got a reputation for being haunted, and there's been claimed sightings of aspirations or orbs or just paranormal activity in general, well, duh. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong with saying that? Mm-hmm. With, with the duh thing? Like, we got negative entities and energy and mirrors on the phenomena phenomenon (laughs) experienced by people in most cases but not all an energy that seems to be negative rather than benign however some of the apparent malvoyant might be due to fear factor which Mm -hmm. i think that has everything to do with the paranormal world with the world that we live in now our actual reality world 
versus paranormal. It's all fear-based. That that gray spot in between the two, why they can't collide, is fear. Yeah. That's my belief. That all yep. that is is one small thing, and that's fear. Mm-hmm. However, some of the apparent malvoyant might be due to the fear factor suggestion of misinterpretation rather than negative spirit. Some of that activity includes shadow people. Shadow people have frequently been witnessed in connection with haunted mirrors. Witnesses describe not only shadow people standing near to mirrors, but also within the structure itself and entering or leaving them. Quite a few cases also reported other phenomenon at the same time, such as cold spots, voices, noises, and orbs. Orders ranging from pleasant to vile have also been described. This one's weird. <laughs> I say strange, but strange is already in the title. Strange mists. The mists are not only seen entering and leaving mirrors, but sometimes form into more recognizable shapes, usually a humanoid one. Hmm. That would be weird. That would a, be. A, a mist. You see a mist shaping into a human form would be interesting. I would, would probably be. run. <laughs> I'm a, or, no, I wouldn't even run because I don't run. I'm more of a waddler. I would probably pass out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Let's be honest. Other people have described these mists evolving in, into dense, dark masses that move around the room as well as within mirrors. The feelings reported by the witnesses are usually of a negative nature. Anger, hostility, and evil are some of the feelings experienced. In addition, people have given accounts of other phenomenon happenings at the same time. Cold spots, orbs, glowing eyes, growls, voices of poltergeist activity. <sighs> you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this goes back to the fear-based thing. I think we set our minds in so so much fear that I don't think these entities, or whatever these are, necessarily are bad. But our mind has placed them so bad that we just place them instantly in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and you know what? That's not really fair to these entities that aren't bad, but they're good. That's just not fair. It's like, spirit lives matter too. A spirit judgment. Yeah. yeah. Spirit lives I'm yeah, I just said that. I threw that out there. <laughs> spirit lives. That's kind of weird to say. Spirit lives matter. Yeah. Yeah. Spirits or a matter. We're gonna have matter. to make that to a t shirt. We will. Mm-hmm. Because they're not bad. They're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Not all people are bad. And essentially, I don't think really anybody is born bad. They're taught bad ways, and they just follow that road. We're not bad. That's true. And now un- entities are bad. What I did, I don't remember if I read this somewhere, if I heard this somewhere. Maybe you said it. That <laughs> entities take on the same personality traits when they pass over. So if they were an evil entity here, Mm -hmm. they would be an evil entity in the crossover world. I'd probably not say that right at all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was, instead of wine today, listeners, we are drinking straight up beer, which is crazy. That's all right to drink beer. Oh yeah, we're drinking beer. That's what it was. We're drinking straight up beer today. So the next thing that I had was faces. This is by far the most frequent manifestation reported by people in association with haunted items. The faces are most of the time human and sometimes known to the witnesses. But there are a number of accounts where people have reported other entities' demonic faces appearing. See, 
they go straight to the demonic thing, and I Every don't time. think they need to. Yeah. Maybe the entity that's looking at you is a loved one, but they're sad. They're scared, and you just assume that there's horns on it to make that's it an evil. evil. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think that black, because it black mist, black entities, you see black things, that's not necessarily bad, I don't think. I think that that's also a sign for scared. Mm-hmm. Not knowing. Not knowing that they're crossed over. They don't understand why you can't see them, why you're not acknowledging them, asking you, you know, how your day was. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's scared. I, I don't think it's necessarily just bad. <laughs> Spirit portals are not a new concept and have been around for some time. At their most basic level, they are thought to be a form of entrance and exit point for spiritual energy in other dimensions. It's also been claimed that portals have been captured on film, usually in photographs. Now, I believe I have seen some Mm -hmm. photographs. One of our crew members sent us one. I sent you that one, didn't I? I don't know for sure. I'll have to show you. It was one from um, one of his friends or somebody that he knows, uh, their security camera inside their house, not outside. And it, there was a what was believed to be a portal and what was believed to be a bad entity sitting in a chair. It's a very creepy picture, actually. Very good capture, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Whereas outside cameras, I believe, open a lot of questions as to whether it could be a portal or anything outside because Mother Nature does a lot of yeah, yeah. things mm-hmm. um, type of thing. I'll, I'll get you that picture. We are going to be wrapping up here shortly. I do have actually a lot more to go on this, but maybe another time we could do portals again because portals isn't just left at portals because portals could be other things. Yeah, we can always talk well. about next the you know, portals and uh, the afterlife. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh the afterlife, that would be probably another whole podcast by itself. Uh-huh. But yeah. <laughs> for sure. I, it, portals leaves a whole portal of questions open. It, <laughs> it leaves a hole. Yeah. Yes it does. <laughs> a big old dark one. I do have a story from Nancy that I want to read. That Nancy. Don't you just love her? I do. I think that she lives over by Amanda in the Olivet area. Mm-hmm. And I do know Olivet has a lot of stories. She said she would take us around sometime if we wanted oh. to get with her. and Because Olivet College is over there. Yeah. A lot of these colleges and universities have been here a long, long time. Where essentially I would think that at least one spirit of somebody that has passed would be hanging on there. But I used to do theater over there way back when I was like 15, 16 when they had gone. It's a very old theater. I would like to go in there sometime. But she said that she would take us around the places that she knows or whatever. So that would be... It would be fun. Yes. And she's she's currently writing writing a book. Yes. So I'm looking forward to reading that when she gets done We've had to talk her into that and I don't know why... She just needed that extra little push. By all means, put your stories and your experiences into a book. Anybody yeah. that's listening, do that. Write a book. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I, it's just really awesome. Just do it. <laughs> but the story we got from Nancy for this week, it's actually got a lot. We actually, a lot of stories came through on the Facebook page. Yeah, and I group. saw that. Yeah. So that's really awesome. And I eventually want to get to and read all these. We'll have to turn them into an ebook. Oh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. That'd be great. <laughs> because her and I were having trouble with the whole 
her being able to send in through um, uh, email. So she said, let's try this again. I tried it earlier, but somehow I lost my document. And then <laughs> she she put a mad face. Oh, man. <laughs> said, um, okay, I saved it with <laughs> the name this time. So now it won't let me use the predictive text. I'm going to talk about my UFO experience. Which, these are going to be great, and again, we'll probably go over hers again when we get to the alien and UFO things, because that's oh, yeah. probably going to be a multiple episode topic, for sure. It was about 1966 or so. My family had a cabin near Cadillac, Michigan, and we used to take our snowmobiles up there and spend the weekend riding trails through the woods. I loved it, because I got to see spend time, or I got to spend time with my father. It was around New Year's Eve, and it was really cold. We had taken a night ride and came back to the cabin, shut off the machines, and kicked back to look at the stars and listen to the silence. My dad and I loved to sit quietly like this as just be with our own thoughts. I was getting cold and it was going and was going to go inside and I gazed across the field across the road. The moon was bright, so I could clearly see us the woods in the old barn and about a half a mile away from where we sat. Just as I stared started to swing my leg over the back of my snowmobile, I stopped and stared. Just above the trees was a huge glittering ball of light. My father was sitting and staring. The cigarette in his mouth was dangling from his lip, dangerously close to falling in his lap. When I found my voice, my voice quivered, Dad, what is that? He didn't answer. We just sat and watched it close, yeah, watched it close for about 30 minutes. It did not move, but thinking back, because it glittered with many different lights, I wondered if it rotated slowly. There was no sound other than a dog barking far off in the distance, and I heard an owl hoot nearby. Finally, my mother came to the door and started to ask what we were, when we were coming inside, and she saw it too. Eventually, we went inside because it was really cold. It was after midnight, and after I went to bed, I heard my parents whispering between themselves, but that was the last time anyone spoke about it. For a time, I wondered if it was real or I dreamt it. So about a year later, I asked my dad if he remembered it, and he said he didn't want to talk about it, and I knew it was real. That is a cool story. I like that story. Yes. See, there's... She's very descriptive, too. Yes. Yes, I'm just cool. a horrible reader. <laughs> there's so many UFO stories, and I know... I, actually, you know what? If you have a UFO story or an alien story, email it to us so I can start going through these mm-hmm. and put them into... Yeah. We can put them into our series of UFO podcasts that we will have. So I can put them in where they belong, where we touch in the UFO, in the ET sightings and stuff like that. Um, Again, it's email them in, paranormalxl at writeme.com. Because if you send them through Facebook, they get lost. So many different links to the Facebook and so many pages that we are connected to. It's crazy insane. I can't keep track. If you email them, we will get them. Again, email your stories, even if they're not um, alien stories or ET stories. Email them at paranormalxl at writeme.com. I keep wanting to say something else that I don't know. Also, if you've had experience with portals, we would love to hear your stories. Oh, yeah. So if you've Mm -hmm. seen one, you have one in your house, you want to tell us about it or ask for help, we will do what we can. Email those stories. Um, Any paranormal stories that you have, 
And by paranormal, it doesn't have to be just an alien story or a portal story. It can be a, again, a paper flying off your desk for no apparent reason. There was no fan. There was no anything strange. No matter how small it is, send it in. Because most of these experiences are small. Well, yeah. That's, and that's and you disregard them because they are small. It's not something that's repetitive. It may have been a loved one that was just before passing over because they say that there's a time limit there where they can pass over into the light. Um, and it may have been a a drawer flying open or something just crazy off the something wall. Ran, something just random. Right, and it may yeah. have been your only ever experience, but that may have been a loved one. Write us in and let us know. Let us know what happened. Let us know if you lost a loved one recently past that, or even an animal, mm-hmm. for that yeah, matter. Yeah, be open to all the possibilities. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, look us up on Facebook to find us. You want to get on the Facebook page because we do put in clues throughout the week to mm-hmm. our recordings, what the following week's going to be, um, and then you'll know what stories we're looking for and whatnot. You, j- just do it. <laughs> everybody's on Facebook now. yes do it now but there's also a group and the group you can write your stories right mm-hmm. on there yep. people can interact whatnot. Um, that's why we put the group there because Mary also has um, Mary of Spiritual Voices that's Mama Mary but we intertwine those as the, in the group um, that way you guys can interact more with us the page is more set up just for the podcast yeah, yeah. Where you can find information, find the easy links and stuff like that. Get into both. Um, just do it. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Again, we love you all. Thank, thank you so much for listening. And don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you.